Hello, my kings and queens, princesses and prince. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Today is October the 14th, 2021. And I am here to give you what thus says the Lord for this particular day. I hope that it is a blessing to you. And um, God will shine his light on you and carry you through. If you have your Bible, go to Romans chapter 12, verse 2. And it reads, Do not allow this world to mold you in its own image. Instead, be transformed by the inside out by renewing your mind. As a result, you will be able to discern what God's will and whatever God finds good, pleasing, and complete. I was reading from the voice translation. Again, this is Romans 12, chapter 2. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and hearing of his holy word. Amen. Heavenly Father, we come to you this day just thanking you for just waking us up this morning. God, we just ask that you would just continue to cover us as you did last night. We thank you, God, in advance for all that you are doing and all that you put in us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If I had to give today's devotion a title, it would be called, Just Do the Right Thing, Correcting the Wrong for Good. The title again is, Just Do the Right Thing, Correcting the Wrong for Good. Paul writes, we're talking about the focus scripture of Romans 12, chapter, chapter 12, verse 2. Paul writes, that we must no longer be conformed to the world. The word world is often used in the New Testament to refer to the world system or the way that every human being lives by default. John described this worldly way of living as the desires of the flesh. You know, those things that we just crave that we really just want because we want what we want. And the desires of the eyes, ooh, I must have that. And the pride of life, well, I just think this is mine. Well, by instinct, all of us chase these things in pursuit of happiness and meaning. And sometimes on a day-to-day basis, and it's so second nature to us. But Paul tells us to abandon the chase for pleasure, possessions, and status. To stop living like everybody else. Instead, he urges us to be transformed from the inside out. In order to change things, you're going to have to go deal with your inner spirit. And then the rest will follow, as I always say. Specifically, he writes that we must be changed in how we think. To have our minds renewed so that we can begin to understand God's will for our lives. God may continue to provide us with pleasures, with possessions, and status in various forms, but he urges us to learn how to look at life with a new question. That is, what does God want for me? What is truly a good, acceptable, and perfect use of my life? 
for his purposes and not just for my own. Poop all that from before. We're talking about right now and moving forward. We're talking about progression. In summary, what Paul is describing, the worship of God as becoming living sacrifices to our God, giving up seeking what we want from life and learning to know and serve what God wants. That begins with using our spiritual gifts. And you must understand what your spiritual gift is. It is not a rock, doesn't take a rocket science. It's just those instincts that God has already placed in you. You don't need to stand in the prayer line. You don't need to go to the prophet because God has already told you and given you those spiritual gifts. Um, that begins with using our spiritual gifts to serve each other in the church. Paul's list of commands describes a lifestyle of setting aside, setting ourselves aside. Our goal as Christians is to just love and lift each other up. Just love and lift each other up. We must focus our expectation on eternity and wait with patience and prayer for our Father to provide. Let me say that again. We must focus today as we rise. Focus our expectation on eternity, not on Jim and John and Tyrone or Sue. We must focus our expectation on eternity and wait with patience and prayer for our Father to provide. Don't mean that you're just supposed to sit your behind down. No, faith without works is dead. We must refuse to sink to the evils, the evil levels. That is putting your hand in the cookie jar and then all of a sudden want to jump out of it when the fire gets hot. We must refuse to give, sink to the evils levels and giving good to those who harm us instead of taking revenge. Because remember the Lord said, vengeance is mine. So get your hand away from that and just pray and and ask God to forgive them and help you to, and thank God for getting you away. For us today, we must ask ourselves the following questions. What does God want for me today? What is truly a good, acceptable and perfect use of his of my life for his purpose? today and not just for my own what is acceptable what is and perfect use of my life what can i do with my life today for his purpose we have to transform from our inner spirit first and rest and the rest will follow which means that we must discipline our inner spirit to conform to the way we want our outcome to be Have you wondered why some people just can't lose weight? It's not that their body can't lose weight. Their inner spirit is not conformed. Once you get your inner spirit right, it's just like learning how to deal with your credit. If you don't learn how to put your mind on focus of how to deal with your credit, the credit is going to decline. 
The same thing with your weight. You can't lose weight from the outside. You may lose some pounds. You may do, lose some water weight and things like that. But it will quickly return. And until you set your inner spirit on the things that you must do, it is not going to, that weight is not going to change. An Olympian becomes an Olympian because of a renewal daily process. A college graduate becomes a college graduate because of the daily renewal process. A 400-pound person becomes a 129-pound person because of a daily renewal process. And daily, we must do the same for our outcome to be different. Be the change today. Rise up. Today, pick up your cross and move forward. Let the Lord carry you or carry us all when we're struggling, when we're weak, and we really just can't see. In time, we'll make it to the other side, and that will be the testimony. It's really what the triune God wants over the world's standards, but we have to just stop playing games with ourselves and with others and conforming to the and stop conforming to the world's standards and we must start speaking up no one said that doing the right thing is easy but the right thing remains the right thing those who do the right thing are people who do not see others as means to ends. Those who believe they are responsible for what happens to themselves and those who are happy. The latter conclusion is certainly a positive psychological point. Those who do the right thing are in groups with strong social commitment to the welfare of all and clear and enforced guidelines about what is acceptable in action. Finally, those who do the right thing are aware of the larger picture and immediate and specific consequences of what they do. The implications are very clear for employers and teachers and parents and everyone else if we want people, including ourselves, to do the right thing, we need to encourage agency and communion, meaning we need to do whatever we can to make people happy and satisfied. And that means sometimes not uh, stepping on them, not, not blocking them. Leave it up to God to help people. We need guidelines about what is acceptable, and we need to enforce these guidelines. So today, have a blessed and beautiful day in the Lord. Remember, just do the right thing, and we're going to correct whatever is wrong. Forget about yesterday. Repent for yesterday, and be ready to move into the right line that God has for all of us. And do the right thing and right the wrong for good. Have a blessed and beautiful day. Love yourself. Love others. Forgive others. And definitely forgive yourself. No sabotage. And no, take no prisoners, including the prisons that you create for our, yourself. 
And I'm going to do the same. Take no prisoners on this day. And don't put your hand in the cookie jar. Amen.